Today on Tips from the Top Floor, I have some heartwarming news right for the holidays. Leslie wonders about sharing photos on social media and we'll hear a little bit about listener privacy from Libsyn, the biggest podcast hoster on the planet. This is Tips from the Top Floor, episode 887 for right around the holidays 2019. Tips from the top, from the top floor, tips from the top, all right, from the top floor. Hey, hello and welcome, it's Chris, and this is Tips from the Top Floor. <laughs> bit in a bit in a hurry, because I'm in the, in the middle of packing for a family visit. Uh, the holidays are upon us, yay. <laughs> There's also a big event coming up. Um, between Christmas and New Year's, uh, Monica and I have been to that several times. It's the Chaos Communications Congress, um, and it's it's one of those things that's really near and dear to our heart. Seventeen thousand makers, geeks, hackers, awesome people. A bit like I don't know if you're in the states, a bit like DefCon, I guess. Even though I haven't been there, but. Um, this is the German version of it, but with a lot of like extensions on all different sides. That's kind of my people, because you know I'm, I'm an introvert, which might surprise some of you. <laughs> well, let's say I'm some somewhere in between. I love to be around people, um, but only like in controlled doses. Like photo tours, workshops, awesome, love those. Uh, but then in between, I kind of also like to dig myself in, spend time writing researching so yeah the the congress it's my people for sure so yeah look really looking for it. this is one of the one of the key events in the year the other key event in the year is our abbey workshop in southern germany that we've been doing for i don't know 12 14 years something along those lines so that's coming up in may um anyway that's what's up and uh oh 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 and also get a visit from my friend Andres from Argentina who by the way <laughs> is one of the show's originals the, the, if you if you've ever wondered about the TFTTF logo the blue logo with the house and the or the camera inside that's his design he did that and that has held up for 14 years so there's that he'll be here and we'll spend a few days here uh really looking forward to that also also preparing for the first of several photo tours for the first half of 2020. Lake Baikal in Siberia, the biggest, the world's biggest freshwater lake. One mile deep, amazing. Two, two meters, six foot ice on top and we'll be spending time in and around and on it, especially on it in cars. Um, there's like ice caves and, and bizarre formations. Uh, yeah, and that's that's coming up we're finishing the arrangements right now we're finishing the arrangements with the organizer um it's my third time there i'm i mean you can tell i'm giddy to get back there it's this is just this is just an experience cultural cultural experience um you can throw overboard everything you thought about russia because that is siberia and it is very different um it's also some of the most amazing photography you can think of with <clears throat> you think you'd think there is an ice surface like it's a big flat which kind of it is but then in in detail you have these cracks you have these sheets of ice that get blown up by the wind and and like shards like six foot high ice glass shards standing up on the ice that you can walk around in and 
It's yeah, and then and then you'll find ice divers who cu- who cut a hole into the ice and dive under it, and the ice is so clear that you can look through the ice and wave at the divers under you. Um, it is just mind bending. It's amazing, and uh, yeah. Oh, and we've just added an optional um, Moscow extension to the beginning of it, just a three day extension where we'll go to see, well, I mean, the usual suspects, the Kremlin, the Red, the Kremlin from the inside, by the way, uh, the Red Square, the lots of, like, cultural uh, things. Um, also, some of the markets of Moscow, which are just a thing for themselves. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited to get back there. And, oh, by the way, if you'd like to come, it's not too late. We still have one or two spots open, so... Do get in touch. It's at discoverthetopfloor.com. Uh, let's see. Uh, and we'll get to the photography in a minute. Uh, good question by Leslie. Um, but it, I, I can't not briefly talk about it, the, the, the issue of listener, listener privacy starting from next year. I've talked about this in the last couple of episodes, um, but I know you're mainly here for the photography, so I'll put that towards the end of the episode. So stick around after the photography. <clears throat> There's some interesting stuff coming. Uh, ju- just just one short thing here at the top of the episode, and that's I just want to say a big thank you to all of you. I, t- I told you I, I, I won't work with that ad, ad agency anymore starting next year. And... Uh, That'll be a cut in my income, and that'll that the listener support is getting a lot more important. And you guys are coming through, and that is amazing. And there's there's okay. Let me just rattle off a few names: new pa- new patrons on board: Sid, Jeffrey, Gerald, Wayne, Jacob, uh, Carol, Colin, Chris, Robert, Philip, Roger, Robert, Francois, David, Terry, Earl, Hank, Manuel, Dane, John. I hope I didn't miss anybody. This is heartwarming. This level of support is you guys are you guys are amazing. And oh, not to forget uh some of you who edited their pledge on Patreon and Patreon to a higher pledge level. That is awesome. And a couple of uh, one-time donations on PayPal via the like the coffee link. Uh yeah. I'm also, uh, by the way, I'm also in the process of setting up an account to receive uh, the European SIPA transfers, which um, usually don't have fees associated to them. If you give through Patreon or PayPal, there's always a fee that goes off of that, which is okay. They're offering a service, but if you're in Europe, um, it's it's much easier to kind of set up a like a monthly standing order or something along those lines, which then, yeah, again, no fees are being taken off that i'm in the process of setting that up anyway to all of you even if you only do this temporarily it is such a wonderful thing uh to know you're out there and and uh that you care about this this is yeah makes me <sighs> makes me it's 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 a, it's a good that's a good thing so like i can't thank you guys and, and girls enough it really makes a big difference. In in the end, this goes back in directly into the show. Your 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 contributions. I mean, that they allow me to do to to be more free to keep my studio hardware up to date to pay for audio processing. Um, but more important, to spend time, more time on producing, more time doing research, more time to to prepare episodes, more time to make 
and less time to finance the productions or trying to finance the productions. Um, and I, this episode, I've, I've easily, up to this point, I've easily spent three, four hours um, doing some research, putting stuff together uh, on like writing and research and recording and editing. And it might sound like I just sit down and talk and then bang, the episode is out, but you Really be surprised to see how much prep and production work goes into most of the episodes um, and has gone in the past. So anyway, enough about that. All I wanted to say is thank you. You're all awesome. It is picture taking time. <clears throat> this is the point in the show where I try to harass you into, into going out and take a photo because it is important. And <clears throat> we do, uh, I've try to come up with like little mini assignments along the alphabet and yeah it's our it's our mini assignment here we do these on every episode and we're going by the alphabet today is the letter c and your assignment is crop what that means is you take a picture for you take pictures for an entire day that you won't crop later on okay so if that's the, your thing if you if you always fix the framing of a shot, um, this is the day where you will not be allowed to do that. You have to take the picture in camera the way it's going to come out for an entire day. So you frame them perfectly in the camera. No later cropping. And I want you to post your photos on any social media you like. And let's see what you come up with. The The official hashtag for the crop assignment is... Well, it's three hashtags. It's TFTTF. It's assignment and it's hashtag crop, C-R-O-P. And yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing what you come up with. This episode is supported by Masterclass. So let me say a quick thank you to the Masterclass. Let's you learn from the best with exclusive access to online classes taught by masters of their craft. You can, you can learn how to do climbing photography with uh, Jimmy Chin or learn cooking from Wolfgang Puck. With over 60 different instructors across tons of categories, there's literally something for everyone. Uh, the Masterclass app is accessible on your phone, web, or Apple TV. And each class is broken out into individual video lessons and downloadable materials, which you can explore at your own pace. So yeah, I've uh, been I've been looking at classes that are outside my usual area of expertise because they will fill in areas for me. I didn't even think would be interesting. I mean, here's an example, okay? I think I've discussed that before, but it is Carlos Santana t talking about a attitude on stage and how that will translate into into that connection with the audience. And for me, that translates so much into photography, especially into, in a business context, because when it comes to working with clients, when it comes to standing in front of a workshop class, there's so much to learn from all these masters of the stage and i love it it's awesome so go to masterclass.com slash top floor to get started with their limited time offer and here's your here's your gift idea buy one all access pass and get one free to gift at masterclass.com slash top floor 
This episode is also supported by Acuity. Acuity is the online scheduling assistant that works 24-7 behind the scenes to fill your calendar. A hands-off scheduling experience means you'll have more time to keep your hands on your camera. First clients can quickly view your real-time availability and self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click, and even pay online. From the moment clients book with you, Acuity offers support by automatically sending personalized booking confirmations and text reminders, which is super helpful when you're shooting off the grid and don't have time for any email ping pong. Acuity also collects everything you need to know about a client as soon as they book by asking them to fill out customizable intake forms when scheduling, keeping all of their information neat and tidy in one place. And the online assistant helps you reach clients where they already are on social media. With your Facebook business page or Instagram's booking button, your next client is only a click away. Save yourself from the day-to-day drudgery of having to keep up with your clients and your busy schedule by using Acuity Scheduling. Right now, you can get 45 days of Acuity Scheduling absolutely free, no credit card required, by going to acuityscheduling.com slash topfloor. That's acuityscheduling.com slash topfloor. Anyway, let's get into the... excuse me, into the topic for the day. Leslie sent a message and uh, it's not not a spoken, I prefer spoken messages, but some of those are, some of the written ones are so good that I have to read them to you. So Leslie wrote, is it possible to do a show explaining the different social media and storytelling platforms that may aid photographers? It is so difficult to understand all the social media platforms. Specifically, in my case, I want a place where I can post multiple photos in topics and categories. I would like to include narratives and possibly short video clips. I just want to have a, a place to point family, friends and others who want to see my travel photos or art. I'm not interested in likes, nor do I plan to sell anything. I need the platform to be free or very inexpensive since I'm not making any profits. I'm sure there's other people out there spinning their wheels trying to figure out how to get their work out of their cameras to an appropriate place on social media. Thanks for your consideration. Leslie, just let me let me preface this by saying I do not have the perfect overview. I do not even have nearly a, a complete overview of what is out there to share your photos, nor do I think I want to know that. So this is not the um, this is not a, a this is not a comprehensive thing here. This is me, and I will talk mainly about one platform because <clears throat> there are things out there. There's a lot of places. Um, the biggest photo platform in the world is Facebook. Okay, let's get this out of the way. They have the bulk of photos. We're talking, I don't even know, millions of photos added every single day. I think millions every single hour or something. It's amazing how they have taken over that landscape. Um, but yeah, you're kind of, uh, if, if that's your main platform, you're about, there's a bit of a pact with the devil kind of thing going on. Because the biggest issue is that you know, and I understand some of why they're doing what they're doing, okay? Um, the biggest issue, if you're running a photo platform, if you are, let's say, Instagram, okay? The biggest issue that you face is that it's expensive to do that. Um, and I've looked at, I've looked at, uh, uh, I've done a little back of the envelope calculation here. Let's say you run a photo platform and a very tiny one, okay? This is your private uh, Leslie's, 
photonet.com thing. And let's say you have, I don't know, you have 1,000 users. And each of those 1,000 users has, over time, posted like 1,000 photos. That's a million photos right there. And let's say each of those 1 million photos is, I don't know, 5 megabytes, then that's 5 terabytes of data right there. And I'm, I'm again, back of the envelope. Don't nail me down on anything. Um, but yeah, that's kind of easy. 5 terabytes, you go out and buy like a 10 terabyte hard drive, cost you, I don't know, 250 bucks, and uh, you'll be set for a while, right? <laughs> but wait, <laughs> there's more. You need a server. So you go buy one of those, put it in a data center, and you're all set, right? Costs a bit of rent, a bit of bandwidth. You need a database, and like you need a fairly big pipe from that server to the internet because there will be more than like a handful of people who want to look at the photos at the same time. And if it's slow, nobody will use it. So yeah, there's bandwidth cost. And that one server with that one hard drive won't be able to serve stuff like fast enough in parallel so you need multiple servers and multiple hard drives and server uh to serve the data from and we're again we're still only at 1000 users and uh now let's pump this up let's look at the size of let's use instagram right that's a good example because yeah that's the social media photo platform how many users does instagram have well statista the website says that mid 2018 they had 1 billion monthly active users <gasps> I have to take a deep breath. One billion monthly active users. That's 1,000 million. So let's, <laughs> let's get a bigger envelope for that calculation. Uh, instead of 1,000 users, let's look at a billion users. That's, again, that's uh, 1,000 users. That's our 1,000 users times a million and we'll leave everything we'll leave everything the same. 1,000 pictures per user, 5 megabyte per photo. Maybe it's a bit more, maybe it's less. But anyway, pictures are growing and cameras are getting more megapixels. So let's go with 5 megapixels or 5 megabytes. And, and here's the number, okay? Instagram, to host that, if that was what people were posting, Instagram would need 5, okay, <laughs> 5 million terabytes of storage. Uh, storage, 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 5 million terabytes. That's 5,000 petabytes. That's 5 exabytes. <sighs> Let's stick with terabytes because that's kind of the unit we can all relate to the best, I guess, currently. My Mac has one terabyte as its main SSD. Uh, have an external 8 terabyte sitting on the desk behind the Mac. And then there's a NAS in the basement that holds, I don't know, maybe 10 terabytes. Um, so yeah, 5 million terabytes. If you try to do this with 10 terabyte drives, then you'd need half a million of them. And that doesn't include any redundancy, any backups, any servers, and the people who are needed to maintain and upgrade the whole system and the multiple data centers around the globe and so on and so on. You get the idea. Long story short, <laughs> why am I going to <laughs> into the depth here? Neither do these photo platforms uh, have a good way to give you their service for free, right? They can't because it's expensive. That's the point. Um, they do not intend to do that. They are companies. They're businesses. Instagram belongs to Facebook, and it's just too ex expensive for them to do, like, without a business model behind it. They're not there to give stuff away. And that business model is a mixture of a mixture of selling your data, um, what you're looking at, that's data, what you're interested in, who you interact with, what brands you interact with. 
Um, and then they make brands pay to reach people on the platform. So if you are interested in product X, then there's a good chance that sooner or later you will see a lot of ads for that product or stuff that that they think you might spend money off. And that's all based on that selling the data. So the platform is what's valuable. And that information is what's valuable. The currency is access. Access for brands who want to reach you, right? Um, there's something similar with Google Photos. The moment you use Google Photos to put stuff on there, it's free, apparently free, but you're being tracked. Your data is being used. Your privacy is being invaded, right? And I'm not saying I don't use Google, but <clears throat> if you do, you have to be aware of the fact that what you do is being watched. Uh, how you move on that platform is being watched. How Who you interact with, who your contacts are. I think... Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this is uh, and this is far from any any conspiracy territory, right? This is far from it. Um, this is the reality that's happening. Now, the way Facebook or Google do this is is not the only one. There are other business models out there, and uh, one that is much closer, well, much easier to understand for everyone, and much closer to how I think things should be is to is to sell premium memberships and use that money to finance the running costs of the service and, and to cross-finance a limited free tier. That's what it, how it used to be, and that's, I think, a good model because it's easy to understand for anyone. You want more options, you pay. Um, but you get a base level for free. And luckily, there's one player around who has not too long ago been given another lifeline, and that is Flickr. F-L-I-C-K-R. Um... I've been using that service in many different ways over the years, including the the Tech Guy radio show that I'm on a guest a guest on every Sunday, twelve thirty three Pacific time. I uh, we do a photo assignment, a monthly photo assignment. We use Flickr for that because uh, it, it is gives access to everyone. And you know, Flickr. I mean, at one point it used to be the biggest photo platform online and the biggest photo social network online. There's there's commenting, there's liking, there's but you can also put your photos in albums and nicely group them. You can add captions to them. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, Flickr at one point they were bought by Yahoo and then later I think by Verizon and the venture capital came in and they tried to change that into one of those data mining platforms and it kind of went downhill and... Uh, at least the, like the quality of photography on there went downhill because they, the businesses like Verizon emphasized quantity over quality. So they wanted people to upload like every single snapshot they took, no matter what. But things have changed. Things have changed because Flickr now belongs to SmugMug. And that's a family-run business. There's no more venture capital involved. It's no, no more like the fairest stuff as far as I know. Flickr offers a free tier as well and uh, you can use that to upload a thousand photos for free. One thousand photos is a lot. I think me, I have lots of albums on there. I think I'm just around that level Uh, and uh, I have a a pro account there so I can post more but yeah, a thousand photos is a lot. And uh, uh, to be honest, I mean, while Facebook... 
why Flickr has been on the back burner to, uh, for many photographers because it yeah it's been overshadowed by by the big ones right by Instagram and co. Um, I think they deserve more more attention now. As I said, I'm a pro member. I pay annually for for like getting more uploads and some better options, but it is free and uh, it, they finance themselves through their pro memberships and it's also well integrated like with lightroom for example lightroom lightroom classic you can post photos directly from lightroom classic to your Flickr account and you can pull back you can you can you can import the well it automatically gets the comments on your photos back from uh from Flickr too so it's an interesting very well integrated closed loop there's other integrations as well um but yeah, that's on Lightroom Classic. Not sure if that works with Lightroom CC. But yeah, let me know. Flickr is the place I want to point you to, Leslie, because um, as you wrote, you want uh, to, to, to post multiple photos in topics and categories, and that's your albums there. And uh, you want to include narratives. Uh, you can do that there by using like the captions. You can have uh, these closed galleries and uh, again have video clips up there as well they support video so you can even do that and uh, again it's well integrated so there's a good chance that uh, you'll find a decent way to put your photos up there it's not too difficult and uh, yeah Flickr that's my my biggest recommendation of this year that uh, Flickr needs uh, needs more love and I'm certainly giving them <laughs> all I can and uh, Make sure that you guys are are aware of that too. So Flickr, that's my that's my recommendation of the year. Okay, let's let's revisit that uh, that privacy thing. Um, okay, so where do I start? Um, I, I want to play you something because the it if I only if if it's only me talking into this microphone, uh, that doesn't really say anything because i could be like deep in the conspiracy swamp <laughs> but um having had uh, the snippets of david on there is a good help the others others are getting more vocal too there is um for example libsyn l-i-b-s-y-n.com they are the original and still one of the best podcast hosting companies they are uh they're deep in the trenches and uh they have a they have a they have an episode they have a podcast that's called the feed which is about podcasting about the podcast landscape and uh they have this to say about these privacy things only from those services we have vetted and confirmed are not violating listeners privacy and any that are sharing ip address info of listeners are blacklisted we want podcasters and podcast listeners to know that any podcast hosted on Lipson will not be violating the listener's privacy. And that means we have to vet and approve those prefixes. I contacted one company. Actually, I contacted all the companies that have prefixes. Um, but one of them, while I was contacting them and, and I asked them, are they sharing IP addresses of listeners? The person that runs that company hung up the phone at that point, right on me, just hung up the phone. I was like, wow. It's like, Yes, say hello to the blacklist, Mr. Pink. So CCPA kicks in on January 1st, 2020, and GDPR is already in play. But that said, we believe someone in Indiana 
should have the same privacy rights as someone in Italy, and someone in Louisiana should have the same privacy rights as someone in Los Angeles. And because of that, we are making sure the partners that want their prefix on any shows that host with Libsyn treat all listeners with the same level of privacy. It is just the right thing to do ethically. There was an article last summer where Tom Webster asked, what is going to kill podcasting? To me, the biggest threat is privacy and violation of listeners' privacy. From a Boing Boing article, quote, a Pew study found that 60% of Americans believe they are being continuously tracked by companies and the government. 69% mistrust the companies doing the tracking. 80% believe that advertisers and social media sites are collecting worrisome data. 79% think the companies lie about breaches. Unquote. And another key fact from the, the Pew study, quote, 81% of the public say that the potential risks they face because of data collection by companies outweigh the benefits, unquote. Think about what that just said. If people start thinking that their privacy violations in podcasts outweigh the benefit of podcasts, what are they likely to do? Not listen to podcasts. At Libsyn, we want to make sure listeners know that they will not be tracked and they and their privacy will be treated ethically. Libsyn will commit to podcast ethics. Okay, that's it. That was Rob Walsh. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's, I think he and I have been around podcasting forever, <laughs> at least since, since 2005. Um, and yeah, this is uh, the official stance of Libsyn. And I can only say that I'm 100% on board with what they say. And uh, this gives the whole thing a little more weight. And for those who said, and I've heard some voices to that regard, that who said, I don't mind being tracked. You know, I have nothing to hide. Uh, here's another aspect of the whole thing. And that's that's the legality of things. Because um, staying with mid-roll would have meant I would have breached at least GDPR. Here, the German data protection rules and possibly the new uh, upcoming CCPA. I think this California California Privacy Act or something. Um, that give users more say in what companies can do. And the, the GDPR uh, regulations, they have been in place for a year now and they've, they're binding for me. I'm a business running here in Germany that is under the GDPR. And if my listeners can't listen to my podcast without being tracked, and I, and I, and I don't have a say in that, um, I'm in violation of the law. So long story short, on, on the one hand, I don't want to uh, subject my listeners to this kind of tracking because it's it's not ethical. I don't, yeah, it doesn't work for me simply said i it, it it it's against everything i stand for and um and then i i cannot stay with midroll because that would make me violate the law so that thing is done okay uh and and again while i don't exactly know how what the ccpa the Cal, okay it's the california consumer protection act what that includes it seems to be in a similar vein as the gdpr and uh, it's likely to fundamentally change what U.S. businesses are allowed to do regarding their customers' privacy. And that will go in effect on January 1st, 2020, which means uh, <laughs> which means that there's a good chance that all this podcast listener tracking will be pretty much illegal. Um, so at, th at this point, I don't know what's really going on there. I don't know if they 
if they didn't know about these things, which I, I would find surprising, or if they're just trying to <laughs> act now, apologize later, if that's the policy. Um, but I'm not playing that game. So that's why I depend on uh, support that is not through uh, at least certain ad agencies. Anyway, that's it for this episode. I'm in a bit of a hurry. Um, so just thanks again for everything. You guys are amazing. And uh, we'll we'll do a bit of a shorter outro today because, yeah, I have to run. Here we go. That's it for this episode of tips from the top floor thanks again for everyone thanks again for this week's sponsors um and of course hey big thank you to all of you who support tfttf on patreon the new ones the original ones you guys are amazing uh i'll skip the list for today but thank you all so much it really really means a lot and uh if anyone feels like supporting supporting creators independent creators is is your thing then um go to tfttf.com slash patreon this uh, support starts at one dollar per episode and uh if you feel like that's worth it to you fine if not again you can help without having to do a financial contribution <clears throat> this show is free and i want it to be free for those who who, who don't have the means to support it financially, but there's other ways to support the show. So you can go to tfttf.com slash support and uh, everything helps. Every little bit helps. Music for the show by Jeff Smith, Silent Partner and HP Gagerud Publishing and Slack Challenges by Release Pixie, Matt Rapsita Armstead. Slack Invitations by Chief Invitation Officer, CIO Rusty Rust, uh, Rusty Russ, the link to get on the Slack is in the show notes if you want to be a member of an awesome community or just go to tfttf.com slash yslack, W-H-Y-S-L-A-C-K. My name is Chris Marquardt. You'll find me on social media at Chris M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T. Go out and take amazing photos. Share them with the world. Be nice to each other and happy shooting. 